1: You will read about various groups that have existed over the last 20 centuries, groups that refused to cooperate with the Roman state church, and groups that were violently persecuted by the Church of Rome. Groups such as the Waldenses, the Albigenses, the Donatists, the Petrobutions, and many others were comprised of thousands of local New Testament churches and millions of believers throughout numerous countries and over the span of many centuries. Each of these groups has their own unique story, and since their history is written by their enemies, their persecutors, what was intended to be recorded as accusations is read by Bible-believing New Testament Christians today as words of honor. But the important thing about these groups that refused to cooperate and interact with the Roman Church is that they were never corrupted by the false teachings that the Roman Church introduced over the centuries. False teachings like the Mass, Confession, Praying the Rosary, and Praying to the Saints. Protestant churches, which came out of the Roman Church and the Reformation, are still plagued with many of the corrupt, unscriptural teachings invented by Rome. Which is one reason that it's so important to understand that there are numerous records of New Testament churches thriving abundantly outside of the Church of Rome throughout the last 2,000 years, and that Bible-believing Baptists have a heritage that is not at all tied to the Catholic Church and never has been. One of these groups that operated for centuries outside of the Church of Rome is a group called the Paulicians. In the country of Armenia in the 7th century lived a man named Constantine. Be sure not to confuse this man with the emperor of Rome and the founder of the Roman Catholic Church who lived in the 4th century AD. This 7th century Constantine, living in Armenia, met a man who was traveling through his town. Constantine invited the man to stay with him as long as he needed to. And to show his host his gratitude, the man gave Constantine a very rare and precious possession, a copy of the New Testament in the original Greek. Constantine immediately began to study the New Testament diligently, and from his studies he developed a system of doctrine, doctrine that, according to the records of the 18th century Lutheran historian Mosheim, was strongly Baptist in substance. He focused largely on the epistles of Paul, and he began to teach these Bible doctrines to everyone who would listen. Those who were saved as a result of his preaching were nicknamed Paulicians because of their adherence to Paul's writings, and Paulician churches were started throughout Armenia. Many new believers took the names of people referenced in Paul's epistles, like Timothy and Titus. Constantine himself became known as Silvanus. The church historian George Herbert Orchard wrote, In a little time, congregations were gathered in the provinces of Asia Minor to the westward of the river Euphrates. Their opinions were also silently propagated in Rome, Milan, and in the kingdom beyond the Alps. The Paulician churches continued to thrive for the next 400 years, until they were so scattered by persecution that they ceased to be known by that name during the 11th century. While Constantine Sylvanus was still alive and the Paulician churches were thriving, the state church became very concerned about the threat they were posing and they sent out an officer named Simeon. Simeon's mission was to have Sylvanus executed and to bring his followers back to the fold of the state church. He showed up at the place where Sylvanus was pastor and he had all of the men of the church line up shoulder to shoulder. He placed Sylvanus before his men, and he announced, This man is a heretic. The emperor has ordered that he be executed. Simeon then made every man pick up a stone. If you will stone Sylvanus to death, you will be forgiven of your heresy and reinstated into the true church. Every man dropped the stone he was holding, except for one, a man named Justice. Justice threw a stone directly at Sylvanus's head, and killed him instantly. The other men escaped, so Simeon recruited Justice to help him capture and execute the others. And with Justice's help, Simeon had all of the men of the church bound, put in a human pile, and burned to death. But as Simeon watched the bodies of these Christian men go up in flames, something miraculous happened in his heart. Simeon was overwhelmed by the fact that these men would willingly die for their Savior. Simeon put his faith in Jesus Christ. He resigned his position, and he spent the next three years studying the New Testament. He then returned to the Paulicians and joined them, and before long, Simeon became Sylvanus's replacement in leading that group of Paulicians. Ultimately, Simeon himself was martyred for Jesus Christ. Christian, the local New Testament church has been preserved for us by the blood of millions of courageous men and women throughout the centuries. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to
0: you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you you can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.